The Pixel Hearts would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land where each member has recorded this episode. The Gadigal people of the Aura Nation, the Wadawarung, the Bunurong, and the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. The team would like to pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging, and recognise the sovereignty was never ceded. This continent always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Hello and welcome to the Pixel Hearts. My name is Faye and I thought I'd take my bedroom play to the corporate world. So I've been heavily doing some corporate bondage. You would not believe how many NDAs are tying me up right <laughs> as we speak here. <laughs> oh my god, Faye. Hi, my name is Taya. Um, I've been learning, uh, some Spanish, so, uh, to all of our Spanish listeners, uh, te quiero, uh, smucheros. Aww, that's quite nice, and unlike whatever I'm going to say, probably. <laughs> uh, hi everyone, I'm Molly Ann Butt. Poop jokes aren't my favourite jokes, but they're a solid number two. Aww. And we are a team of romantic gamers who want to help you achieve a play of the game in your love life. And this week on the show, we have this question from one of our listeners. Hi, Pixel Hearts. It's about time for the holidays, and my family always wants me to come visit. They're going to want me to bring my partner, but the family holidays are always such a hassle. Everyone needs to know what I'm doing and there's going to be so much judgment based on traditional family values. Is there a way to get out of this? Is Christmas like this for everyone? Please, Pixel Hearts, I don't want to hate my family, but they make it so easy. <laughs> well, well, I don't know about either of you two, but having grown up in a family that was more than happy to send me to a private Anglican school, Ooh. uh... <sighs> Christmas is definitely something that is themed heavily around traditional values. How about you two? Nah. Uh. <laughs> I'm I'm lucky that I'm like kinda off the hook with some of this. I my You um, dabbed five times a lot of times. you said that. Yeah, nah. <laughs> I got out of that one, as in that my situation means that um uh uh, partner side of the family are like nice people. I think we had a discussion about this. That they're, they're, ni- they're nice white people from the Blue Mountains. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, Christmases are kind of very pleasant. And then I have my um, chosen like friendship family Christmases. It will be the first year in a long like a decade um, since because I moved to Melbourne this year that we won't be doing it, which is sads. Um, but yes, I. Uh, my mum's ties, so it's not much of a thing in terms of family, and her and that side of the family are in Thailand, so that's my sitch. You know, I, uh, look, uh, my family holidays have gotten a lot better uh, since I've moved out of home. Um, before then, it always very much felt like an obligation, and, and certainly less traditional values and more just like... Look, I think my situation's a bit idiosyncratic in that 
uh, I celebrate two Christmases. The the one on the twenty fifth. Christmas I. Christmas I. <laughs> yes. Uh, my culture's Christmas is like a month after the twenty fifth of December. Uh, actually, it's like two weeks. So sixth of January. So that is actually a pretty fun one. We get together and have a nice like Christmas lunch and stuff like that. Play board games. Um, but for a good six years, uh, on the twenty fifth of December, my family would all drive us out to the beach despite the fact that i have hydrophobia and uh yeah it just was not a pleasant time for me oh no it's okay i got i got very good at chilling out and listening to music on the beach but they were just like oh you're being lazy and it's like no i just don't want to fucking go in the water um so yeah when you said hydrophobia my first thought was like oh so like if i pour a glass of water on you it just beads off like, that's what you mean, right? Yeah, like yeah. Because I'm so used to seeing hydrophobic material on Absolutely. YouTube. No, look, I, I am, in fact, like, water repellent. You, you know, the, <laughs> um, what's that film by that guy who does, like, and suddenly it's a twist. M. M. Night Shyamalan. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Um, he did the one about aliens, and there's, like, yeah. the... Tw- yes. Are you what like the alien that's like Absolutely. allergic to water? Absolutely. I have been sent to invade the earth, a planet that is two thirds covered in water, uh, <laughs> despite the fact that water is deathly fucking allergic. I am deathly fucking allergic to water. So I think that's actually a thing. What aliens being sent to invade Earth? They're being deathly <laughs> allergic to okay, two thirds okay. of the back on track of the surface. <laughs> it's, it's- <laughs> it's interesting that you like said that getting a bit of distance from moving out of home helped a lot. There's like a phrase that I heard a while ago, which is that family is like blood family are default friends. Mm-hmm. Like you spawn in with them, mm-hmm. right? But mm. it doesn't necessarily mean that it kind of stays that way. Like a lot of people either get estranged from their family or. Like, personally, I moved states, and moving states was the best thing I could have done for my relationship with my family. Because now, every time I see them, there's, like, a bunch of, I had to get a plane ticket, I had to organize time off work, and because of the amount of effort that I have to put into seeing them, it's, like, it's not a default time anymore. Mm. So, like, there's a certain amount of worth put into it, by both of us based off how much effort's involved and honestly i kind of feel like the best thing for a relationship with your family like bonding relationship is to not see them as often and that kind of sounds fucked up but it's true there's nothing wrong with that yeah i mean i feel like with uh with familiar relations of that sort it does like they they can take the time with you a little bit for granted and and vice versa right so when there are those obstacles and you do have to put in some effort to sort of navigate around them i feel like there is an extra step that's taken where everyone does take some extra steps towards making it like proper quality time even on like my own end i'm just like no I, i actually now go out of my way to sort of um help with like uh particular sort of aspects of 
you know, I, I, I now am like the board game connoisseur for my family. So I'm going to, if hopefully they don't, hopefully they don't fucking listen to this podcast, but if you are, um, <laughs> yeah, look, I'm, I'm planning on bringing like an expansion for our favorite game, Agricola this year so that we can uh, <gasps> enjoy that over the, over the holidays. I yes. love that game so much. Mm-hmm. So it's so good. Yes. The, I think last year I tried to bring, um, like accessible to just jump in and play style board games to, um, <laughs> to Sam's, uh, family Christmas <laughs> because board games at Christmas is one of the things I do very much enjoy, like code names kind of thing. Right. Or maybe a t- ticket to ride is probably a little prob- going to be too in depth, but like code names is pretty straightforward team based, um, and I mean, I generally like board games as a way to, you know, gather around because I appreciate, you know, my friends who come and they're board game friends. And it's like, you know, no need to do the politeness of how are you going? Let's catch up and talk about our lives personally. We're here to play. Mm-hmm. So board games are a good way to facilitate that in some way. But trying to convince people who are not familiar with a board game to get on board is like its own thing. So I'm just... My plan is to continually bring a couple of like, uh, I think there's like a game that I'm going to invest in called Just One, if either of you have heard it before. Um, Look it up. It's like a really simple kind of party game about just like writing, kind of like charades, where you write particular words, but it can't be that word that is, you know, chocolate, right? So you say brown. Mm. sticky yeah, delicious yeah mm-hmm. and they the person tries to get it yeah yep. so yep. so for example that seems like a game that i could maybe eventually convince some people to just like hang out and play that game with absolutely. me over at christmas but it might not ever happen but we'll see absolutely i i would also suggest that like Sometimes, like, I know that my family does enjoy a good board game, and sometimes that's the solution to the problem. But, like, personally, I found that the thing that always stressed me out about Christmas Day was not necessarily my direct family, but more, like, the family, friends, and, like, extended relations that was a more draining part of that overall time. Like, when you turn up for the one time you visit home for a big kind of dinner and there's 20 people there and you you only see four of them some of the time because it's the time when all the extended family, it's just too much input for a short amount of time. And that's what kind of ruins it for me. Like that's what makes it difficult. So what I have started doing is actually uh, visiting around Christmas and organizing individual catch-ups with groups of people. Mm. You know, like managing what would usually be way too much sensory input on one day Mm. and too many questions and too many issues. And also, if you are bringing a partner to Christmas for the first time, it means that you don't have to suddenly go like, okay, so I can't say that they're a leftist because auntie right wing is going to throw off the wall or whatever it happens to be. (laughs) Like you don't have to tailor your partner to fit the perfect jigsaw for the 16 people there. Mm. Mm. I, as someone who has not 
uh, out to my family about being polyamorous, which is why I hope they don't listen to this podcast just yet. Um, yeah, look, it's definitely something where there is a little bit of performativity um, on 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 my end as well. And I have full sympathies for anyone who has to do a little bit of code switching uh, when it comes to navigating holidays with the family. So, look, I think let's let's look back at the question and and try and I guess see is there a way to get out of this yes uh move to a different state uh move to a different city uh (laughs) live in different countries live in different countries uh fake your own death um oh oh oh, wait no chat around with friends if one of them has caught COVID recently, no. get a picture of their positive oh, rat okay. and be like, I'm sorry, I just, oh, oh. I don't want to infect everyone. I'm so sick on Christmas Day. Absolutely. We'll do individual catch-ups in January or something. Mm-hmm. Problem solved. Okay. That's a good right. one. I, it was going in a direction, but I'm. you had me for the first half, but I'm glad. Uh, that we went <laughs> Were you worried I was going to suggest like give them all COVID so that you could escape? <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> I look. See which ones survive. Absolutely. Set up um, like a, a very elaborate uh, labyrinth, and you are at the end of the labyrinth. And for those who can find the way through this dungeon labyrinth, they get to have Christmas with you, but they have to fight to the death for it as well. I don't know. Absolutely. I've mixed a lot of different kind of. This is this is a lot of dystopian, dystopian YA fiction. But I'm gonna quote something from uh, something a little bit more Christmas oriented. Charles Dickens, uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. Look, just decrease the the surplus surplus population. So there you go. <laughs> that's that's the whole the whole. That's a real gamut. Christmas spirit. That is absolutely Ebenezer Scrooge, uh, you know, truly embodying the Christmas spirit for this. But yes, I guess getting back to the question, is there a way to get out of this? I think if you need to put some distance, that might be might be something that can be worthwhile. But there might also be other ways to sort of navigate, I guess, engaging with the holidays in a way that's maybe a little less avoidant. I don't know. How do people feel about that thought? I actually really like the family Christmas, like the friend Christmas kind of situation where you start making your Christmas day about like your found family rather than your like blood family and still make time for them. But maybe that's make the actual holiday day something that you want to celebrate rather than something that you feel you have to celebrate. Mm. And I think that's an important like aspect of it. Like the reason that chosen family is a bit easier to sort of navigate these sort of holidays with is um it doesn't feel like an obligation because it's it's not an obligation. And so I think part of what makes this much easier to sort of navigate is when you are able to sort of find the aspects of it that turn it from an obligation to something um, more worthwhile. Um, not to say that do all obligations aren't worthwhile, but certainly it can kill the joy that you can get from doing something, as mm. anyone with a job can attest to. 
add more nog to the eggnog. You know what I mean? Get hammered. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, if you don't remember it, did it actually happen? It's like time travel in a flask. Absolutely. Pixel hearts. Well. Doors getting legless for Christmas. Whether you decide to create some kind of gladiator-style deathmatch to see who goes for Christmas, or uh, decide to drink way too much eggnog, aka make it someone else's problem, nog, or nog. introduce your friend Infectious Irvine to your family just before the Christmas day, <laughs> I hope that we covered some kind of solution there. Um, At least three. I think, I think that was some solid, solid advice. Yeah. So, um... We want to thank Ryan Stanton for producing the Pixel Hearts and Blusher for our intro and outro, the Pixel Heart theme song, and One Pixel at a Time. For all our links, or if you need the Pixel Hearts to help troubleshoot your love life, please do send us some questions, by the way. We get uh, some very interesting questions, and even if they don't end up on the show, uh, we enjoy them. <laughs> um, but, we enjoy but any reading of those, them a lot. A lot. <laughs> please head to the link tree in our show notes um but until next time uh, be kind to each other whiskey that's the christmas spirit <laughs>